Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And of course, it is October. It is the season to be spooky. It's the month of Halloween. And in fact, we're very, very close to Halloween. And this is going to be another Halloween movie. This is this is Halloween 8, a.k.a. Halloween Resurrection. Notorious. Pretty notorious. <laughs> It's funny because I, I I saw this back when it came out. I think I maybe saw it once later on, and I didn't like people always talk about this as if it's really really bad, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. I didn't remember it being that bad. I'm in the same boat because I think, like I mentioned on the last episode, I this one H H two O and this one I saw relatively, you know, around the time that mm. they came out. That was the last time I saw them, so I was pretty young then, and yeah, I, I don't really remember much about them, but I don't remember thinking they were that bad and mm. i was actually a little hopeful because uh you know going into hto uh, h2o last time uh, i was like oh i was generally surprised this is pretty good i actually kind of like this maybe resurrection will be similar mm. uh, well we'll see <laughs> so we'll start spoiler free as we usually do uh, and of course if, if, just in case this is the first video of us you're ever stumbling upon somehow i'm a big fan of halloween uh, some of the sequels not all of them um, Tim likes them, but uh, you know maybe isn't as passionate as me about the, the original. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into this. Uh, we've done the previous <laughs> ones. I'll make sure there's a link in the corner. So what is the plot of Halloween Resurrection? So as much as we're in spoiler-free territory now, I do have to spoil the last movie H two O because mm-hmm. so there's a 15 minute chunk at the start that deals with the ending of H two O. It deals with the character of Laurie Strode, based on where that movie ended. And that's all I'll say about that. I'll, we'll leave that for spoilers, I think, beyond that. Uh, but for the, the rest of the plot, the actual main plot of the movie, is that Buster Rhymes is... <laughs> you know, it's 2002, this came out, and he's starting... He wants to do online entertainment. Uh, Dangertainment, I believe, is the, the name of his company. Yeah. <laughs> or at least the genre of which he wants to create. How, yeah, how I many, wasn't sure if it's supposed to be a type of thing or the actual name. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's glorious either way. I think mm. for good or bad reasons, <laughs> it's glorious either way. And so he 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 basically gets this was during the boom of reality TV when reality TV was first becoming a big mm-hmm. thing, and he gets a group of college students to go into the Michael Myers house. And spend the night with all with cameras on their head. This is the thing. Like if this was made like even just five years later, this would have been found footage. I, oh, yeah. I, I promise you that. But <laughs> they've all got cameras on their heads, and we see those cameras occasionally. And they're in the house for a night. And of course, Michael Myers shows up because he's made, it's, it's a Halloween movie. Of course, that's going to happen. And that's it. That's that's the plot of the movie. Um, Tim, <laughs> do you enjoy Halloween Resurrection? Ooh, uh no, not at all. This is straight up garbage. Um, <laughs> God, th- this was awful. Like I, there's, I mean, I guess dumb, cheesy, entertaining ways. Like you know, so bad it, it's good kind of stuff. There's a few times that I laughed. Um, and yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, but and and I, I guess at the very least, um most of the movie doesn't shit on the mythology that much. So at least it's not at, yeah, you know, as egregious as six or something. It's harmless, I guess is what, you know, in yeah, terms of the yeah. franchise, it's hard. It doesn't, I mean the 15 minutes at Except, the start, that yeah. does, but the rest <laughs> of it is harmless because it doesn't really, yeah. it's just oh, a bunch of random people are in the house and Michael starts killing them. Like, so it doesn't affect anything. If anything, I'm okay with this as, at least the idea that you can just have a random group of people stop, like, yeah. no, because we're at a point now where do, do we need Laurie or someone in the Strode family every single time we need to have a Halloween movie? Like, I don't think we do, uh, yeah. necessarily, yeah. so, sure, why not? Um, but it's just funny, actually, as I asked the question, I said, do you like Halloween Resurrection? It just it dawned on me my first complaint with this movie. Why is it called Halloween Resurrection? What's Resurrected? Um, well, actually, when you're doing the intro, I was thinking the same thing, uh, I guess. Um, again, spoilers for the end of the last movie, but supposedly you're supposed to believe that Michael Myers died at the end. You got got decapitated at the end of H2O, yes. So I, I, I guess that's why, but I don't know, it's, it's, either way, it's 
freaking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's just such a generic title to use for a sequel. It, it sounds so direct to video, Halloween yeah. Resurrection, or you know, you know, add that onto anything. I mean, Alien Resurrection. I mean, that wasn't direct to video, but like I, yeah. I remember thinking that title sounds really direct to video for that as well. I mean, I Hellraiser Resurrection, yeah. um, <laughs> Children of the Corn Resurrection. Works for all of them. There- there's a few things like that that I feel like just get overused. I don't know if it's just because people need, like, you know, ideas for titles or something. But I feel like another one that you see a lot of is, like, The Next Generation or something like that. Feels mm. like that's been done a few times. I blame uh, Star or, Trek. <laughs> yeah. Star, Star Trek started that one. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't like it much either. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it as much as the remakes... Uh, oh sure, yeah. Be- because, yeah because, it, because, like I said, harmless is basically. Right. It. Um, it's funny though. I think before rewatching it, I would have said I easily preferred this to six. Having watched this again <laughs> and six close together, I'm not actually sure how I feel on that. Because I feel like six is more harmful to the franchise and what I think mm-hmm. of the character and all those things. But I feel like the actual filmmaking in this one and the actual kind of like scares and kills and stuff are worse. Oh, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. So the yeah, I think that's what it kind of comes down to uh, on a plot level. Six would probably be worse, and then on a um, I, I don't know, like a filmmaking level or, or something, uh, is, this would probably be worse. It's funny because the director of this, Rick Rosenthal, is the same director as Halloween Two. Really? Yeah, it was oh, I weird. Didn't even realize that. It's weird because it's like 20 years apart, but yeah, he came back and did this one. And I, I think maybe either he got much worse over 20 years or the <laughs> fact that this, this, the second movie had a script by John Carpenter helped him a lot. It was like, here's yeah. the blueprint. <laughs> you just have to shoot it. Um, you know, um, maybe, maybe that's why. I don't know. I, I would say that definitely plays a big factor. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's I don't know the idea. So the whole thing's been streamed over the internet, right? And actually, one of the biggest things that I was making cracking me up watching it now, watching it now in 2017, mm-hmm. is one of the plot points is that the main character, uh, Sarah, she has like this this big PDA thing, and she's talking <laughs> to this like a uh, internet friend who turns out to be a high school student. We see him at, like a ha- high school Halloween party, and he ends up like helping her and trying to like send her messages. But what was cracking me up? This is a huge plot point that he he can he can see what's going on and he sends her messages, and everyone keeps like reacting to her like her big chunky thing that's getting these text messages. <laughs> and all I could think was is like today that's just like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or oh yeah whatever. Like now now that's just, everyone has that now. It was just it was cracking me up that it just it dates this movie really specifically because it's it's recent enough that it has you know live streaming on the internet and stuff, although I don't think it was very good in 2002, if I recall it trying to oh, stream anything. God, no. um, well, you can even see when he's typing his messages, it's like one letter at a time. It's mm, like so slow. <laughs> and, but it's not, it's not so recent. That it's, you know, it's, it's old enough that it's before like text messaging, or maybe not text messaging, but the idea of instant messaging through apps and stuff like that didn't exist yet. So it's in a very yeah. narrow window of time, but it dates it exactly then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then it was uh, two things about this. Uh, one, I, I I don't know if you would call it a trope. Uh, I'm not sure if it's really been done that much, but uh, I hate the idea of uh, a group of people watching everything going like watching basically the movie on a computer and helping out the, the character. I don't uh, know. I don't actually hate that idea. I, I hate it in this. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe if I like the character better, or maybe if it wasn't like a dumb like party where everyone keeps coming in is like, hey, like what's going on, and like, every, yeah, if it could have been handled better, sure. But that's actually this I, I thought it's really annoying. I don't know what movie it was recently, but you said this about another movie where you thought the script was for a different thing, and then they said, okay. oh, let's just put the franchise into it. I don't know what movie you said that about. I feel like that about this. I feel like there was a script about just you know going into a house with a killer, and. Like people were watching the internet and they help out, but someone said, "Oh, let's, yeah. let's add Michael Myers into that, and we'll put on the fifty minutes at the start to explain the, <laughs> the last movie and how it, we move on from that, and then we'll just have like Michael Myers be the killer, which has a really weird effect because I feel like when this script was originally written, if it was separate from Halloween and it was separate from Michael Myers, I feel like it was meant to be a much bigger house, 
Like, I feel like yeah. the house is actually... I mean, it's a big house, a big family house, but for, for like, six characters wandering around and investigating, there's not really that much places <laughs> to go and check things out. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this was meant to be a mansion in the original script, probably, but then once they made it Halloween... Oh, no, now it's just a... I mean, we'll cheat and make it as big as we can, but really, there's only so big we can fake yeah. this. Uh, the other thing that was driving me crazy, and uh, this is more of a personal thing, but mm-hmm. uh, as you know, and people might have even heard it on the podcast before, I was having a problem with my PS4 where it would always eject stuff, uh, and it would always make a, a beeping sound before it did it, so I'd hear this beeping sound, I'd be like, God damn it! all right, the, the disc is about to come out, and then it sounded really similar to the beeping sound that the voice uh, that the phone makes in this movie. Oh right! So, <laughs> so every every time the phone went off, I was like, because I actually ended up getting a, a new PS4 because it was driving me crazy. So, so every time I heard that beep, I was like, God damn it! Don't tell me this one has the same problem. Yeah, Tim's a professional now. He got a PS4 Pro. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> and- oh, he's all high and mighty over there, and he's, he's ivory tower. Oh, I've got a pro. I've got I've got a, I've got the Big Mac of PS4 with three layers, bitch. <laughs> it goes great on my um, extremely extremely small TV. Uh, <laughs> I I I thought my TV was like oh, okay, this is like an average size thing, and every other TV I've ever seen has looks gigantic compared to mine. Uh, but that's Aww. all right. <laughs> I don't even know what 4K is, so. Imagine four <laughs> HD TVs uh, and a square together. That's 4K. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how to describe it. But no. um, so, yeah, they're in the house, they have kills, and uh, what really shot me actually watching it like, this time is that, like, at one point I checked how long I was into the movie, because you know, it's about a 90 minute movie. And I checked to see how long it was, and I was shocked to find that I was sixty minutes into it because nothing had really happened in the house yet beyond like maybe yeah. one death. There was like, and I think this is a symptom of the house being so small is that once Michael came out and killed someone, everyone was going to know something was going on. They couldn't do the whole thing where they were unaware for too long and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think they immediately had to just have everyone. So because of that, they couldn't do it until very late because then everyone had to be aware of them and running and shenanigans. Yeah. I thought that the main character was extremely boring um i i would say she's probably like my least favorite main character in in the series so far i like i kept feeling like at some point they were gonna give her some type of character back <laughs> yeah because like it keeps because she's like so hesitant to do this um like you know, she's like, oh, like I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't, like, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be scared and blah blah blah. And and it keeps seeming like, you know, you're gonna find out this big revelation or or this backstory uh, or some type of connection that she has. But no, it's just like she's just like a boring person. I'm gonna give the spoiler warning just now, just so I can start talking about all these character okay. motivations and setups because I want to talk about how stupid a lot of them are. Because I almost, <laughs> I want to full spoilers from this point on. So. I almost am like, no, I think we're better off that she's boring because all the other characters who have things that pay off later are all really stupid. Uh, just sticking <laughs> on her, like, we find out our like, online sort of friend, kind of boyfriend, is actually a high schooler, right, as, as I mentioned. And you think, oh, that's going to be a thing later on and she's going to find that out. She never does. Never comes up. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept thinking, like, you know, at the end he was going to, like, uh, I mean, I don't even know if they're how close they are to each other but like I, I thought he was going to show up at the end and meet her in real life or yeah. something and but she was going to no. be like ah oh, you're graduating soon and you saved my life so yeah it's fine yeah <laughs> like but nothing ever she ever finds out so nothing is ever yeah. done with it uh Buster Rhymes <laughs> he later on in the movie does a, a kung fu style kick to Michael Myers which kicks him out of a room uh, he also bursts into a room and says trick or treat motherfucker uh, which is glorious but his they set this up right they set up his kung fu because earlier on in the film when they're like the night before they're going to do the show he's in his motel room and he's watching uh, some martial arts movies and I think it says Chung Lee which I don't know if that's even a real actor well I, I mean I have no idea I mean I 
obviously I kept thinking like, wait, is he talking about like a Street Fighter character? Yeah, Chun Li. I think it was Chun Li <laughs> though. But okay, <laughs> it, it was cracking up because he's watching this this movie and he's like getting really into. It. He's like t- he's, he's constantly commenting on what's happening, and then the door goes and it's our main character who wants to drop out of the the show because she's nervous because she doesn't want to be famous, as we've established. That's her that's her whole character, <laughs> and. As he's going up to get the door, to answer the door, he's going up like, oh, who, who's, who's uh, knocking on my door at this time, stopping me from watching my Chung Lee? Like, <laughs> he says that, and I'm like, and because, like, obviously, the one thing I remembered about this movie is that he fly kicks Michael yeah. Myers later on. I'm like, this is the setup for that, that he watches Kung Fu movies. I, I would bet uh, a large chunk of money that this is something he like brought to the table like i i bet when he got cast he like because I, oh, I, yeah. I think he likes you know like martial arts and stuff and so i i bet that was part of his thing it was like well you know if i'm in this movie like i'm i'm not gonna you know die and stuff like i'm gonna kick ass i'm gonna do like martial arts and stuff and they're probably just like okay i wouldn't surprise me if he was producing it like i, I don't i didn't check yeah. but like if he's in the producer's because like oh, no i want to make this movie because i want to do some kung fu randomly yeah. even though it's a movie <laughs> that's completely inappropriate for such yeah. kung fu now, I, what drives me crazy about it is, uh, you know, as I, I've mentioned before, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Eight, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Jason works for that goofier stuff. Like you can have a guy boxing Jason, and that that works for me. Michael Myers, I don't, I don't think that goofiness works. Like I, I can't imagine someone, yeah, like doing martial arts on him or or anything. I don't know. Yeah. It just it seems like out of place, like as opposed to other franchises where I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of funny. I can enjoy this on a stupid level. Yeah, like, Michael doesn't lend himself lend himself to stupid movies. Yeah. He lends himself to more serious, you know, slow like build up. And there's no build up to most of the kills in this, by the way. The opening <laughs> 15 minute chunk has some, but the the rest of it is just like he just pops out and stabs or pops out and kills or or whatever. There's yeah. no like real excitement to it. Speaking of dodgy character uh, character motivation, so the so the main girl has two friends, a uh, girl and a guy, and the guy's uh, in cooking skill because they're all college students, and he's he's, he's trained to be a chef. His entire character is that he talks too much about food, but not like normally when you say that about a character, you think oh they're always hungry, they're always like, oh I want to eat this. No, he's like bringing up weird facts about how you know. Because you've got less sodium in your diet, that's what turns you into a serial killer. It's like, hey, well, maybe you shouldn't be eating too much of that because that does this. Like, I said, this is a yeah. diet. It's Michael. Ma- he's just not got enough protein in his diet. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, these like uh, characters are so surface level. It's like ridiculous. It's like, hey, like they should they shouldn't even have like names. They should just go by their traits. Like mm. you know, it should be like cooking guy, not want to be famous girl, kung uh, fu producer. Her her friend, the blonde, who's played by Katie Sackoff. Who I, it's funny because she's terrible in this movie, and I know she's not a bad actress because she's great in Battlestar Galactica. Mm. She's she's been good in things. Uh, so, you know, directing script. There's other factors here, but mm. she's basically just wants to be famous girl. Yeah, that's it. That's all she how, is. How did those friends get along? <laughs> I have no idea. And then you've got Kevin from American Pie. He's uh, I forgot about him. He's got kind of per- he's just pervy horny guy, mm-hmm. just yeah. sticking cameras down the cleavage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the curly hair guy, <laughs> um, who's still also kind of pervy. Maybe not quite as pervy as he was, but he's still a little fer- creepier. A little creepier, know. yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah, it's probably the best line of dialogue in the entire film is, oh, you've got great legs, what time do they open? Like, when that's your oh, yeah. pinnacle, when that's your line that your movie hinges on. I know, I actually, I take that back. Trick or treat motherfuckers better. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, when that's well, your, your line. I mean, we got to give credit to, you know, Buster Rhymes' whole monologue at the end. I Michael Myers is not a soundbite, is what sticks out to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's after after yeah. like they've, they've 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 electrocuted him and they think he's dead, and the, po- the police and the news reporters are all there and they're like no, and they try to interview the main girl. He comes, he's like no, I'm the entertainer. I'm like hey, yeah. no, you can't just sum up Michael. He's not a soundbite. He's a myth. <laughs> he's a legend. He's a living thing that's in all of us. Michael Myers but, is. But it's so funny because it's like, uh, I I feel like the movie's trying to make a point, but it's like this isn't what the movie did. Like the movie did what he just said. Like you are trying to turn him into like 
uh, you know, soundbite cash grab kind of thing. Like, the movie doesn't treat him with respect. Uh, the movie it's... barely does anything, to be honest. Because like, the, the actual horror section, when, the, when you know, when the main girl's running and the, the boyfriend or whatever is, like, telling her what to do and where, where Michael's coming from, like, that's the last, like, 20, 25 minutes. It's not a lot of the movie. Like, most of the movie is just them wandering around. I was getting ready to get angry at one point because they, they, they find like a chair with like straps on it and it was like implying that Michael was mistreated as a child and I'm like, no, uh, I don't remember going down this road. It, to, to its credit though, it turns out this was all just fake stuff that was planted by Buster Rhymes to try and make the house feel more creepy. Which is of course before he dresses up as Michael himself and we have, <laughs> we have a two Michael scene in which he actually tells Michael to go and do something and he does do it. Yeah. Because reasons? Yeah, that... That was not good. <laughs> yeah, why Michael doesn't like just slit his throat right there? It makes no sense. Because he's Buster Rhymes. He's got plot armor. <laughs> got plot armor. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about Michael's mask in this real quick? Oh, by all means, go for it. Uh, I thought it looked terrible. Uh, like you, you can tell, and, and I think it was was it the last one that we just complimented looking good. Or it was six. Uh, so six? H2O okay. had the thing where it was like sometimes good, but sometimes they had oh, shot yeah, yeah. scenes where it was the, the shittier one. But yeah. But like, it, it's funny because the mask is so plain that you kind of think like you can't really mess it up that bad. But they tried to add like these kind of like eyebrows. Kinda, like, yeah, like eyebrows and like kind of shading cheekbones and like now, give it like shape. And... To be to be fair, it, it always had eyebrows of some. To some extent, but these were just like really defined. It was kind of like you know how when some some like girls will get their eyebrows done and it looks really stupid because they get these really like strict shapes. Oh yeah, yeah. It had that kind of effect to it. But on Michael Myers' mask, I'm like, man, this is almost as bad as bat nipples. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I I just I found it really distracting. And again, I don't know how hard it is to do that mask. It feels like so simple, but I, I don't know if it's one of those things where they're like, oh, we're a big budget movie uh, or maybe not a huge budget, but like, oh, you know, we're a new movie, like, we can't just do a simple mask, we gotta, like, improve it somehow, and then Always try to add worse. stuff. It's, mm. it's insane to me, like, it should be that easy, like, surely a modeler can look at the, you know, even if it's, you can't just go back and get the William Shatner mask they used and stretch it out and paint it white to get the same effect, you cannot be telling me there's not a modeler or an artist who can design it and just make it from, based on the original movie. Like, oh, yeah. I, I hope the I hope the the new one next year, Halloween Returns, whatever it's going to be called. I hope that we get a proper looking mask for it. Uh, really, yeah. I mean, Stranger Things had a better <laughs> Michael Myers mask than this, <laughs> and that's in one. That's just one scene. It's just a little joke scene, but it's a better mask than this crap. <laughs> oh dear. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it before I just? <laughs> I'm saving the Jamie Lee Curtis section for last because okay. I know I'm going to get really upset about it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm working through the other things. Uh, I just want to mention. So there's a redhead as well who that, that's the mm-hmm. one that the curly haired guys like try to flirt with, and she's like so against him. Like for most of the movie, she's like giving him the finger. She's like piss off. You're disgusting. Blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, when they're in the basement, she just kind of says, <laughs> "Eh, let's make out and have sex. I'll take my top off." <laughs> And it just she just changes her mind suddenly for no reason. It, this is the sort of thing that gives like young young men, young boys, this really weird idea of how to attract girls. Like, no, yeah. just keep being disgusting to them. Eventually, they'll just say okay and just do yeah. it. <laughs> That's basically what happens in this. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty gross. Uh, also, just the setting. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I never like to imagine people like, I don't, in, like gross derelict, like. Uh, you know, like falling apart houses, like all that dust and dirt, so gross. I feel like a lot of horror movies are guilty of this, but you know, the teenagers will sneak away to yeah. a location to have sex, and it's always like the worst possible, disgusting looking place. And it's like, no, it's not worth it. Yeah, but, is it that like hard to, I don't know, <laughs> just go in your room or something? <laughs> well, I, I think the <laughs> argument is the parents may have a problem with it with the that age. Yeah, admittedly, these are college students, so they shouldn't have that yeah. problem. They're a bit older; oh. they, they they've got the freedom; they can do what they like. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, actually, all the characters seem to forget a lot that they're on camera all the time because oh, yeah. you know, like at one point, a couple of them are getting high. So, oh, but I hope there's no cameras in here, and they're like, "Oh, we're wearing cameras," and then they laugh because they're high, and I'm like, oh. "That wasn't that funny." <laughs> oh, you know, uh, actually, you know what? 
kind of cracked me up is uh, going back to the idea of this is being broadcast and you know uh, you have the guy on the internet that's watching it and helping him out but then the stuff that he tells her really isn't that helpful like at one point you know uh, uh the girl's like you know where's michael myers and he just replies like he's in the house and it's like that that doesn't and then he ends up being Useful. like right behind them and it's like you could have said he's behind you he's in the hallway he's in this room coming up the stairs it's just like yeah he's in the place you are somewhere also it's weird that he tried to kind of answer that he's been living under the house for 20 years before h2o <laughs> you find like this little dead and I'm like, like I, I get that obviously he showed up after 20 years he had to have been somewhere but it just it feels yeah. like just leave it be a mystery like giving me a little bed under the house just makes me like <laughs> I, I don't want to think of Michael Myers going to sleep you know or go, you know, or eating dinner like I don't want to think of him doing those things don't, yeah. don't treat him like that just he's, he's a force of nature and just leave it at that please so weird Ugh. I'm just waiting. Yeah, the next Friday the Thirteenth, we'll have Jason. He'll lift up the mask and he'll be eating some eating some chips. So it's like, mm. <laughs> he'll get out a big, big cucumber and he'll use his machete to to chop it up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, it's kind of you know, it's almost kind of tough to like think of other stuff to talk about because there really isn't that many uh, yeah. standout scenes. Like you said, the kills like. I, I honestly I can't really think of one that memorable, uh, except for the one in the beginning, which you know, uh, you know obviously is not uh, an enjoyable one. The rest but, don't don't show much violence. They, they, they don't have a lot of build up because I think Halloween. I don't need violence in the kills necessarily. Like, if you want to cut away at this knife stab or whatever, or have it in silhouette, I'm cool with that. Uh, for Halloween, I want the suspense. I want the the chase. Yeah. You know, the the, the, the slow moving killer. Like. And and that's because again, because it's such a sort of tight location, because it's just a small house. There's not a lot of that because it's. Uh... And then I feel like it even gets like repetitive too. Like at one point they're upstairs, and then at one point they're like back downstairs, and then uh, it's like, oh, weren't we kind of just here? And you know, like you said, it's like, oh yeah, I guess we don't have that many locations to go to. Well, I guess this is all we've got. Um, and obviously, and then, and, a... oh, and then I was gonna say like, dude, it's like you really can't leave the house, like. And they the the front door was it locked or barricaded or? I think it was locked. But you, you can't smash through, especially like Buster Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, because he, he kicks Michael through a window that's all boarded <laughs> up, and he was flying out and gets hung. So, I, I guess it's possible. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a thing at the end where Michael's taken to the morgue and uh, oh, his yeah. eyes open at the last second, just to, so we could have more movies if we want them and. Yeah. It, the, the franchise instead was, was just dead for seven years, and then we got Rob Zombie. So thanks for that. <sighs> um, so I was I was nervous for a second that they were going to show his face. All right, but, yeah, yeah. They they cheat a little bit. They show his kind of electrocuted face, but the mask is kind of melted on there. Yeah, you do recall though they showed it in the first movie. Uh, it, it's not really like a clear shot. Yeah. It's like kind of like silhouetted, right? Like it's. It's pretty clear. You see his face, yeah. Oh, uh, I guess I don't have it burned in my memory that much. But it's a really good little moment in the first uh. movie because it's when she take Laurie like pulls it off and he like he, he grabs it back and puts it back on immediately. So, like he's he's like nervous about it. He doesn't want to have it off. Uh. So I, I do remember that. Uh, I just don't remember us getting too clear of a, a uh, you know shot of it. But I mean, it is dark, but you can still kind of you can still see his face. Uh, I think. And I'll check it out on my. Uh, PS4 Pro, see, it really enhances it. <laughs> Blu-ray Pro, not quite 4K, but it has a little bit extra kick to it. Uh, the the only other scene I, I thought, um, I mean, it's not even like that big of a scene or anything, but the uh, audition scene did make me laugh, especially about the like ridiculousness of the the main character uh, being able to scream and break glass. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they think she's boring, <laughs> and then she screams when she gets a fright, and she breaks a, a glass that's over there. Yeah, and then you just see like Buster Rhymes is like, "Ooh, yeah, I need that. That's what I want." Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what he's like. Um, also, I like that the, they're setting up the cameras, and the camera guy gets killed, and he's like, because he's debating with Tyra Banks, who's like in the control oh, room, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like. Oh, I'm looking for the right angle because you know regular's not scary. You know, high angles may be scary, low angles may be scary. 
she turns around to make like a I don't know, a mocha or something. She's got cream in her coffee. Yeah. She's doing all sorts of things. And Michael like stabs the guy with a tripod, which I'll give them credit. I've never seen that in a movie before. And if, yeah. you've, ever, if you've ever used a proper tripod, which I have, <laughs> those spikes at the bottom are dangerous. You know, oh, okay. I, could, you know I, I, I can buy that you could kill someone with those. They're, 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 it's doable. Um, Good enough. And... But then like, Michael just throws the camera down, and then she turns around. And she's like, "Damn, Charlie, that's a good shot, son." <laughs> well, this is just goofy, and I like goofy slasher movies. I do. I, I think it's just it never goes far enough to actually be proper silly fun. It's just yeah. it's it it f- finds itself in that middle section where it's stupid enough that I can't take anything remotely seriously. But none of the kills, none of the, the suspense is there to actually make it enjoyable in a proper way. Uh, none of the characters are fun enough to make it funny or anything like that. You know, outside of yeah. one or two moments like Trick or Treat Motherfucker or the Kung Fu. Like, that is the yeah. only time it really kind of perks up and you're like, oh, that was kind of funny. Yeah, uh, th- there's a few things like um, like like that that, uh, you know, it did give me some entertainment. But, um, yeah, overall, uh, it, it just was a little dull. Like, it really needed you know, some better kills or, or just more Michael Myers or... Uh, something a little more fun uh, to it, uh, but uh, again, at least you know. Aside from the beginning, uh, at least it is like mostly harmless. Yeah, mostly harmless. Before we get onto the, the the opening, though, I just want to talk about the music, which I've done kind of throughout all these movies. Cause I like I like you know the Halloween theme is so famous and the score is so good that how each movie tackles it is interesting to me. I do think this, at least on face value at the start of the movie when it starts playing, it's like, okay, that sounds like a piano. It doesn't sound like this weird like mix or whatever that, that some of them have. Um, but then I have to critique it because it doesn't use any of the other themes from the other mo- the, the original. You know, It doesn't have the chase theme. It doesn't have the, the quieter theme. It's just the main theme. And it uses it like for moments where I would never like why like there's a moment later on where Michael's like chasing it's like a high tense like chasing and it's just the main theme that's playing and I'm like did you not think oh maybe we'll use the theme that was designed for Michael chasing someone in that scene or anything like that I don't know it just it felt like okay it sounds okay but then you're really misusing it and um, you know whatever so that's my that's my complaint in the music yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, you you know like more about the music than me, so it didn't stand out to me uh, as being that big of an issue. But I mean, it also didn't really stand out to me as being that good either. You know, other than like you know, of course, like the classic main theme and everything. Oh yeah, the rest of it's just really generic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the opening fifteen minutes, we had to deal oh, with the fact that with the fact that Laurie decapitated Michael at the end of the H two O. So we start in, in a mental hospital where Laurie is now residing uh, as a mute because she is psychotic after the events of the last movie. Which, by the way, I like. In no way, shape, or form is this ever satisfying. Coming back, like, especially no. when, you, when you like the hero of the previous movie, mm-hmm. to come back into the sequel and find out that they're just broken because of it to this extent. It's just. Yeah, and I, we even mentioned like on the last episode. Uh, I, I know, like me. Personally, um, I was actually really excited to see Laurie, and it kind of surprised me because I was like, oh, I didn't realize how much I actually like and care about this character. And I liked that they showed her dealing with drama but, like, getting over it, and she still had her problems, but, you know, she was living a life and stuff. And this just shits all over that. It's like, oh, no, she is, you know, completely broken now. And it's like, no. The the whole the whole core character arc of H2O was that she overcomes her, her demons. Yeah. That was the whole point. And then this is just like, no, she she's even worse than ever. And she's waiting for Michael. But before we get to Michael showing up, though, let's talk about some of the worst retconning and exposition that I have ever heard in my oh life. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is god-awful. <laughs> There's two nurses, right? There's like a new nurse and the nurse that's been there for a while. And she's explaining, oh, they are Laurie Strode's up there. It's like, oh, she's... Her brother was Michael Myers. Oh, what happened? I was like, I, mean, I, th- I thought she she killed Michael. No, and we get these flashbacks to like uh, this paramedic who was like going to get Michael off the table from when we thought you know the movie was kind of over in the last one before the the final bit at the end, and we see that Michael killed this paramedic or not killed, but he crushed his voice, his vocal cords, mm-hmm. and put the mask on him. He switched places. So, <laughs> so I have several problems with this. One, it's just a really bad retcon. Uh, mm-hmm. Two, the exposition here, like after we see Michael like 
you know, put the mask on him, right? Where it cuts back to the nurses, and the other one's like, he switched places? <laughs> right? It, it's like, it, it, it assumes the audience is so dumb that the, the, the nurse has to then tell you everything that we're seeing yeah. as we're seeing it, and it is really bad. And I love how this separates the vocal thing, because she's like, but why didn't she know it was him? Why didn't the, the paramedics speak out? And then it shows you him getting his... Vo- it, it was almost like... That was so dumb. It was almost like it retconned itself within the same scene because they gave you the reason that you know it wasn't Michael and then the nurse pointed out a plot hole and then said, oh, well, this is why that happened. Let's write that back yeah. in. It was almost like the writer was writing it, had that thought halfway through, but was too lazy to go back and just rewrite the scene from the start. So it just had it in there and it feels so forced in. It's awful. I hate it so much. It's yeah, it's so bad. It, it kind of feels like yeah, as he was writing, he was like, "Well, people might be like, oh, why doesn't he say something?" So, oh, I'll just add this, and then, um, uh, but I mean, it, there's there's also like still stuff like um, you know the, you know the guy when he when he's pinned against the truck and stuff, it's like couldn't he have taken the mask off or, you know, like. You know, try to be like real frantic, and be like, no, no, not me, not me. Yeah, like, no, I just can't say anything, but like. Of course, this is the problem when you're trying to retcon this when the previous film clearly it was Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly supposed to be him. So I guess we have to kind of give them that part of it just because they can't really go back and yeah. mess with that. But like, I don't know, it's bullshit. So <laughs> Laurie Strode, like, Michael shows up. Kills, kills some guards, although, by the way, I want to talk about how stupid, or not how stupid, but, the, so, the, there's two guards, one, they get separated, and then one, like, goes up to this this big, like, dryer, and he pulls the door open, and the other guard's head's spinning in the dryer, and then he backs up, <laughs> and he trips over the rest of the, the other guard's body, and I'm like, how did you get to the dryer and not notice the dead body lying right in front of it? Like, he literally had to walk past it to get to the dryer. Yeah. Uh, and and also I, I like when he, you know, he he opens it up and he's kind of looking in and like pulling stuff out and like there's obviously like very bloody clothes and stuff in there, but he's still kind of like, huh, wonder what's going on. Like that wasn't your first clue, being like, oh my god, like what the hell? Yeah, and Michael appears in this scene. They actually reuse a moment from the last movie where he like descends from like the, the ceiling. He has like his arm oh, up yeah, and yeah. he lowers down. Except it goes too quick. That's actually my last complaint with this is that all the kills are too quick. Like everything's very truncated and it has no suspense as a result. I mean, I kind of mentioned that, but that, that, this is this was like a, the first example of it, and it was really sort of because it was the exact same moment as HDO, but it was much quicker. You could clearly see <laughs> this is the problem. This is them just not getting the, the pacing of the kills. Um, and he goes to Laurie's room. She jumps him, races up to the roof, gets him in a trap, he's hanging off the, the edge of the roof on the rope, uh, on this, like, uh, uh, I don't Clothesline know. kind of thing? I don't, I don't know, really it know. Was, it's there for it's... a rope to go down, so I'm not really sure. It's like a wench, I guess. Maybe it's for yeah, lifting it's... things up from down below. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, and he's hanging upside down, but then he starts to go like this and put his, face to, his hands to his face, and she's like, yeah. oh, I've got to know before I, I, you know, drop you to your death, I need to know... And she wants to grab the mask so off. I did decapitate the uh, innocent guy before, so I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny because it, it gave you a quick flashback to her finding, like, to the, what we'd already just got. But we only just got that flashback for the first time, like, two minutes ago. <laughs> but you really didn't need. Oh god! It's, oh, it makes my head hurt. Too. It makes my head hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Michael grabs her, and she kind of they kind of flip down, and he puts a knife on her back. And she's not scared. She just says, "I'll see you in hell." And then we get this really bad-looking slow-motion shot of her falling. She gives into him a little trees. kiss too. Oh yes, right. She kisses him on the yeah. mask. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons, and sure. she just slowly falls, Christ style, into the trees, and it's just really bad. And the, the oh, and I just like you're killing off Laurie before the opening title, which, by the way, the opening title like goes away really quickly. You, you, almost, oh, yeah. you almost got no time to read it, it just fades to the thing. I'm like, oh, okay, right, I guess if you didn't read Resurrection quick enough, you're screw you then. And I, I want to try to look to see if, you know, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis talks about this, because um, when I was watching some of the behind-the-scenes stuff for H2O, like, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis was talking about how excited she was and how involved in, like, you know, a lot of aspects of the movie she was, and 
you know, talking about how with the original movies, you know, she didn't want to do them anymore. And then this was like a, a big thing to come back and she wanted to give something for the fans. But this seems so like antithetical to everything well, about that, that. I think H2O was meant to be the end of the story. Like she thought, yeah. like I, I, she put her heart and soul into that because she wanted a big finale and that's it done. And then they kind of dragged her back to just, to, and purely just for the reason they had to explain the ending of the last one because it made no sense for them to just be around. Yeah. And that's why. I'm, so, I'm I'm just curious if she was like, yeah, if they they threw a bunch of money at her, or if she was like, all right, whatever, fine, let's just get this over with. Like, well, I, I think stop that, doing that's why that's why she's only in the first like ten fifteen minutes, right? Because mm. she didn't obviously she didn't want to do this, but she was like paid enough to like, okay, fine, I'll come in, and you can quickly do this. But it just it feels like such a disservice. It, it just kind of. This is the part that throws the franchise, throws the original film under the bus and just says, no, none of it matters because she's just killed off before the title. I do I actually... want to... Go. Well, I was just going to say, I, I would like to make a list of, like, the most uh, egregious, um, like, just, like, uh, FUs, like, for, like, sequels that just totally, like, <laughs> ruined the last movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm, obviously, like, I feel like this and Alien 3, obviously, would be, like, the big... Oh, Alien 3, you know, yeah. You're not <laughs> Damn, you're right. <laughs> Alien 3's a big one. I, I'd i put it in Kick-Ass 2 to an extent, actually. Oh, okay. Kick-Ass yeah. 2, I'd, I'd that. drink up there. Uh, yeah. There's actually one thing I do like about this opening section, though. Just one thing. Okay, alright. There's a crazy guy in the hospital who loves serial oh, yeah. killers. I actually kind of liked him. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> like when we see him get like the guards taking him to his room because he's been wandering around, he's just like reciting like the birth dates of like serial killers and how many victims they had and stuff. And yeah. at the end, after Michael's killed Laurie, he, he walks past this guy's room, opens the door, and hands him a knife. I, I, I don't really know why, but he hands. Well, he's him respectful a, to his fans. Uh, I guess, yeah. He cares about <laughs> his fans. He, he cares about his. Uh, <laughs> he's Michael maniacs, or whatever he calls his <laughs> fandom. Um, and the the guy just stares at him and realizes who it is. He goes, Michael Myers, born yeah. this date, nineteen fifty, whatever, and killed his sister, and then these teenagers. And now he leaves out a lot of victims, admittedly, which I thought was cheating a little bit. But whatever, it's fine. Uh, and when I say a lot of victims, I do mean from the original movie. I'm not saying I'm not including obviously four through six aren't in continuity yeah. here. But I like I like I like him as an idea. I like the idea of someone. Uh, like as an introduction to saying oh he's back like I thought that was a fun little idea even if it wasn't perfect so I'll give it I'll give it that one point yeah (laughs) yeah it wasn't bad um jeez it's it it is like you know trying to find a little a a little you know you're drowning and you're like I just need a little something to grab onto that I can (laughs) this is the one thing I've got because the rest of that opening is just rage inducing it's just no like what are you doing this is like I mean, imagine if we got... Like, the one thing that would make Alien 3 worse, imagine if Ripley was killed off in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Imagine that. Like you're actually seeing it and you're kind of excited, like, oh, hey, here's the characters I like, and then... Mm. Nope, nope. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anything else you want to add, Tim, before we, before we rate this? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, again, it's... um. Yeah, it's tough because it, it just doesn't really feel like that much happens. Like, uh, yeah, there's the beginning that's, you know, pretty uh, important. Uh, not good, but, you know, important, I guess, to the, you know, mythology and stuff. And uh, But then, yeah, like, uh, as far as the actual movie, the characters are boring. Uh, there isn't really much to them except for really surface-level, you know, traits. And the and kills it, aren't really exciting. I wouldn't even say the characters are even annoying they're not interesting enough to be annoying yeah <laughs> they're just yeah, kind of there and... yeah just like yeah i really don't um I, I guess like they're not bad actors really uh like you know they're not horrible but it's just they have nothing to work with yeah it's just a terrible script poor direction yeah. all, all the usual signs um yeah i oofed i guess um Guess what? I thought I had a point there for a second, but I forgot what it was now. So maybe it'll come back to me. Uh, but we'll, we'll rate anyway. We'll, we'll rate, and I, I think as well, Tim. I think we'll rank the series. Okay. Because this is kind of the end of the original batch, if you will. Because mm-hmm. obviously we went to a, a remake after this, uh, and it's a big gap. Oh, I, I will say this. I feel 
uh, you know, Halloween H2O was like, we said it was really 90s. This feels really early 2000s. Yeah, uh, I would I would even have thought, uh, I didn't look at the date, um, mm. but I wouldn't have been shocked if you would have said this was like late 90s. Um, mm. But I, I mean, I guess it would have been too soon after the H2O, which was also late 90s. But mm. yeah, it feels late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, it, it really it really does. Uh, and as we said, the technology that they use heavily in the plot really dates it um, to a very specific <laughs> point in time. Uh, so, Tim, uh, what would you rate Halloween Resurrection <sighs> out of ten? Um, yeah, I really, <laughs> I I really didn't like this. Uh, <laughs> um, other than like the few goofy parts that made me laugh at how bad they are, there really, really isn't um, much to go on here, and. Uh, in the beginning, um, it really, not even the, um, you know, like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm upset that, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis dies, uh, but I, I don't even know if that upsets me as much as just, like, the big F you to show her, you know, just being completely, um, you know, demoralized in, in an insane asylum. And, oh, yeah, sure, um, like... I, I think I don't have a problem if we get like like I say in the new one, Jamie Lee Curtis like dies at the end or whatever. But as long as it feels important and it feels like it's like, I'm, yeah, like, they give her a big send off. That's fine. But this is just like no, we're just going to quickly do it before the opening title. Just shut you out there, like it's like it's nothing. Yeah. So if if that wasn't in this, like um, I think maybe I would give it a more decent score, like a you know maybe like somewhere between a made three three point five or something but because that beginning just I, I think it's just such a big like f you uh i mm. think i'm gonna give it a 2.5 okay um i think i'm gonna shockingly rate this slightly higher than you and give it a three yeah. but i mean I, I mean how shocking is a three out of ten yeah i, 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 don't, I don't know <laughs> it's still not great it's still not good uh i, I think it's just perspective in terms of, of where things are um so if we're going to rate them, I think the way I'm going to have a big hard time is like deciding which which one's worse, this or six, because I think they're both really bad and they both annoy me for very very different reasons. Well, um, I I think I know my order. If you want to go first, oh you you, you fire away, Tim. Uh, you can start for your okay. number one, which I'm assuming is going to be the original, but you can yeah. Uh, so number one, obviously the original. Uh, I don't think <laughs> there's any way. Uh, I would be really, really surprised uh, to find someone <laughs> that doesn't have that as their number one. Um, number two, uh, this might actually be a little surprising, but uh, I'm going to go number three. Uh, it's I, I know it, it's different. Uh, and hey, some three has its fan base. Like I mean, I'm not yeah. super huge on it. I think it's okay, but like three has its fans. I I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's and I don't think it's like amazingly made, but it just it gives me a lot of joy. Uh, but then three. I'm gonna to give to number two, uh, which I think is you know pretty, uh, really solid uh, follow up, um, and then uh, number four, uh, I'm gonna to give to H2O. Uh, then <clears throat> this is where it gets a little dicey uh, because I've only seen four and five the one time last year, and I don't. Uh, I remember not being like super crazy about them but i i also don't remember much i feel like i would need to rewatch them to get a definitive order but i'm gonna go four and five for now and then um <laughs> you know they're better than six and resurrection you know that in your heart oh without a doubt least. yeah without a doubt yeah but uh i think then i'm actually gonna go six then resurrection because uh six like definitely messes up the mythology a, a whole lot more but i think it is more entertaining in the kills and that sort of thing six ruins michael resurrection ruins laurie oh that's a great way to put it actually <laughs> i like that a lot huh. uh my order original of course and then four i like four a lot mm -hmm. and then two and then h2o uh and then three and then I guess five <laughs> and then I guess six and then resurrection I, th I think yeah. I think ultimately I have to give the filmmaking which is a little bit better yeah over over resurrection but <sighs> that's that, 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 that's a real shitty choice though is which one's worse six or resurrection oh, yeah. I, I feel like that that is asking a lot of me as a person yeah 
<laughs> Too much, in fact. I should be insulted. Good day. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, that well, that's been Halloween Resurrection. So we have now done uh, up to the eighth Halloween film. So you can look forward next October to the Rob Zombie remakes one and two. Now, two is not technically a remake of Halloween two, and th- at least that's what he said beforehand. And then he set it in a hospital, and it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> it kind of feels like a remake of Halloween two now, you dickhead. But uh, so you can look forward to those next year. Now, you did a commentary for the first Halloween. Will I you did. do a commentary for the remake? Honestly, it might actually be a, a not a bad idea. Like my, my my hatred of that movie might make that a good commentary track. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, or maybe, maybe maybe a Joel commentary track. Maybe we could both do that one. I don't know. But sure. uh, but uh, that, that, that's that's at least planned for next year. And I think we're going to do the original again next year because we we are, we did the original way back at the start of when we started doing these, and oh, we, yeah. and we were a lot worse at it. <laughs> so I kind of want to update the original again next year. Uh, so you'll probably get the original, sure. the remakes, and obviously the new one will be out next year, and we can talk ah, about that. And yeah. hopefully. Hopefully, it's more Cult of Chucky and less Leatherface. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so, that, that is that. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you think of Halloween Resurrection in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. Of course, some of the, the streams after midnight uh, perks that are in there in the $5 tier, you get to vote once a month on uh, a movie or an episode. You have access to the newly created Crypt, which is a list of uh, mm-hmm. user-submitted movies. Uh, the idea is that you submit a bunch of movies as a form for patrons at the $5 tier and up, and uh, it goes onto a to-do list, basically. And every so often, we'll either put them in a vote for patrons uh, as the, the that month's vote, or we'll just pick one and do it if we want to give it a try. And uh, I mean, It basically means that when we don't have an idea for what to do next, we can go, <laughs> oh, let's, let's look at the user-submitted ones and... Uh, we can pick one of those, uh, and there's no limit to how many people, how many you can submit, how how often you can submit. I mean, uh, one of our regulars has already put in twenty plus movies, uh, which I'll make fun of them <laughs> for a little bit, but uh, but that's that's the rule. Like, you know, let's do that. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, so check out stuff. Uh, Tim mentioned the commentaries. There's a new commentary tier mm-hmm. on Patreon. Um, uh, the first two are free though for everyone uh, for the month of October uh, and when I say for the month of October the October's tracks they'll always be free you can always go back and check out my Halloween commentary for free uh, and then the group commentary we did for Darkness Falls that's always going to be <laughs> for free uh, but yeah so the new one's just for the Patreon tier though uh, in November so that is us so thank you once again for watching keep watching scary movies guys we're almost at Halloween we'll see you next time <laughs>